Welcome to the E-Success Methods Podcast with Jacob and Aaron, a weekly dose of tips and tricks to achieve excellent performance in your business and career. Join us as we explore deeper into the practical world of Lean, Six Sigma, project management, and design thinking. In this episode number 183, Jacob and I continue with our answers to Lean Six Sigma questions from Quora. If you're just tuning in for the first time, find all our back episodes on our podcast table of contents at esuccess-methods.com. If you like this episode, be sure to click the like link in the show notes. It's easy. Just tap our logo, click, and you're done. Tap, click, done. Here we go. You can now listen to the podcast on a new Stitcher Radio widget right on our homepage at www.esuccess-methods.com. We've also finally added some purchase options on our product page, including some tools and templates that may be of use to you as a manager or consultant. Included is a donation-slash-sponsorship link with bronze, silver, gold, and platinum levels starting just at $10. Your purchase will help keep this program alive and free to listeners like you. Please check it out. And as always, thanks for listening. Can one directly apply for a black belt without doing the green belt Six Sigma? Sure, I did. What about yeah, you? But, you? but you had an inside track. What do you mean? You did some of these courses in college, didn't you? Uh, I actually, this- not really. I, I started taking some statistics in in uh, my master's course, and I was in the middle okay. of my master's course when I when I got into black belt. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, long story short, yes, it, there's no there's no hierarchy that you have to start here to end there. Uh, but I would almost say that it probably makes more sense to get into a black belt if you have a green belt handy. And the reason behind that is you'll understand whether this is in for you and if it's a commitment you want to make for the long run. Mm. <laughs> so from that aspect, um, from a learning aspect, I don't think it's any different. But it becomes harder when you don't have some basics of statistics and you're trying to, especially because Six Sigma in general is very is a lot is there's a, a big component of statistics in it mm-hmm. and that is if anything that's the hardest thing to learn from just from that point if just to just to see even if you have an interest in it i would recommend going through the green belt program before you go into the black belt yeah i think i'll agree and even if you have a something smaller to test the water with you know yellow belt if that's available or uh, a base a lean basics course even before you go into uh, green belt, uh, because green belt can be a, a pretty big commitment to two weeks, and then you have to do a project uh, afterward in most most areas. So for certification, at least. Now let me ask this: So when you went through black belt, did you did you find it was beneficial that you had first gone through green belt? Plus, you were already industrial engineer background. My background was industrial engineering. I'd taken a lot of these courses in grad school. So for me, a lot of it was actually a refresher mm-hmm. uh, on some of the things I learned. And there were definitely some new topics which I hadn't heard of before. Um, but the the harder things that people were struggling with, with hypothesis testing and ANOVA and DOE, those were all pretty simple for me because I'd done a lot of that earlier. Mm-hmm. And I'd done actually experiments and projects on them in school. So that that wasn't hard for me at all. So I might be a bad example to look at it from that at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even otherwise, even if you weren't, as long as you understand statistics, I don't think it's very hard. And it shouldn't be hard because many people make it look like unless you know high-level statistics, you're going to fail. That's not really the case. No. Now with the tools and with all the things that are out there, it's really not that much of a challenge anymore. But still, the more you understand what's happening, the better informed and better, uh, better decisions you can make from that. So I can say I, I never I went straight to black belt and I never did a green belt first, but 
I did do black belt twice at two different companies, and I I found a, a nice benefit to basically having gone through very similar training two different times because I picked up quite a bit the next time through. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and, you know, that's something I encourage a lot of people is even if you've been through one, go for a refresher or go try teaching it because that's usually the case when you learn a lot more Absolutely. than when you first sit through it. So yep. that's something I recommend to everyone. How will Lean Six Sigma help me finding out my career path? Should I take training on Green Belt, Black Belt, or Master Black Belt? I think we answered both of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, again, career path, we had that discussion. It, it, won't, help, it won't help you find it. It may help expose you to different areas that you didn't think were available. So like like you said. Totally. Mm-hmm. And if you should take training on anything, I would say even to understand what it's about, start with the green belt, just so that you get a lay of the land before you commit yourself to black belt, the master black belt. Chances are, again, depending on as, you, as an organization, uh, how they roll it out, usually they expect green belts to only work on things in their area. So you're probably not going to get the exposure that you think you're going to get, at least from what my experiences were. Uh, but definitely if you're, if you think you like what you're learning as a part of a green belt, then definitely go attempt for a black belt or a master black belt. Again, at the end of the day, if you're trying to do this outside your organization, so if you're going to a third party to get some sort of coaching and exp- and uh, training, uh, unless you are able to apply this in some form or fashion anywhere, it doesn't have to be even at work. It could be anything else. You're starting your own startup. You're doing something at home. doesn't matter unless you try it out. You're not going to you're not going to feel just because you got a certificate says you were trained doesn't mean anything right. um, in this space. Yeah. If, if, I mean, in a master black belt, uh, I'd say very few people, uh, unless there's a, a, a role within the company that requires mm-hmm. you to, you know, look over, oversee a portfolio of several different improvement projects that are being led by somebody else. You basically a PM, you, you basically a program manager. Uh, if, yeah. if that, if the, if that job doesn't exist within your organization, then I wouldn't. I'd say you you wouldn't be a master black belt. And I don't care who out externally would certify you as being a master black belt. Um, this is more of a that's that's more of a job, in my opinion, a than a certification. A, right. It's more of a title. I, and 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 I, and I totally agree. Right. I mean, you and I both went through the master black belt certification. You did it more formally, and you got it there. I did it a little bit informally because we made an internal sort of a. a recognition on what it means to be a master black belt. Either way, the things I learned, there were definitely some advanced things I got to learn, but did that did that help me in any way become a better master black belt? I'm not so sure. Did it equip me to handle more complicated situations? Totally. Um, have I had to use that a lot of times? Probably not. Mm-hmm. So so just from that aspect, I, you know, I don't necessarily think it's critical to go through a master black belt in any form yet. At least I haven't come across that situation. Yeah, in in the manner where the master black belt that I took, you know, required you know more advanced training in statistics, it didn't really amount to anything of terrible value that I couldn't mm-hmm. have of uh, picked up uh, in my black belt course or you know did some self study on it when the time you know arose. Yep. So if you really want, if you really want the skills of a master black belt. Go take go take a couple advanced statistics courses, and you'll have far more than uh, most master black belts out there. Yep, totally. All right. Um, is it worth it for a college student to get a Six Sigma Green Belt certification? Why not? Uh, and my reason for that is 
you are learning tools on how to tackle problems, defects, issues. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a tool set. And anytime you learn something, it's great. Now the question is, will you be able to use it? Again, the certification, in my opinion, means nothing. Okay. It's how can you apply it. So, yeah, so there's the difference there. So I look at this and I say, certification, no. I don't think it's necessarily worth it. Um, and I think the person coming through this question is saying, is really asking, if I'm certified as a green belt coming out of college, will that give me an edge over somebody who's not? Probably not. It won't give you any more of an edge than, say, having done an internship while you're or a, or a, a summer co-op while you're also in, in work or at school. So I'd say I'd say go after the if there's a question of certification or internship. I say go internship because really all you want, all people want is, does this person have practical experience? If you can get a green belt certification as a, re, as a result of a project you did during your internship, great. Um, so that's really just, that's, you've, you've got some knowledge, you've applied the knowledge, and there's proof that you've applied the knowledge. Uh, without mm. that, just saying, oh, I passed the exam, forget it. I don't care. I would agree. All right. What's the next one? Will Six Sigma Green Belt Certification really help you grow in your career? No. <laughs> next one. <laughs> I shouldn't say that. I'm trying to launch a Green Belt Certification course. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think so. I mean, at any point when you're learning something new and you're able to apply that, I, I personally think, yes, it's going to help you in your career. I, I will say that the Green Belt... I don't know what it's done with people's careers per se, but the green belts that I've trained, the majority of them, their their eyes have been opened up to a whole new way of looking at things and being able to search for projects and or problems and and um, feeling empowered to go ahead and do so. So I don't know if it will. It, it's not going to just grow in your career, but it, what it will do is give you more opportunity to, I say, find your career. I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, it's not just find your career also. I mean, it, it, you know, the way I see it, you know, you're still learning something new that you can apply. And even if it's bits and pieces of it somewhere or the other, as long as you've understood where to apply it, I think that itself is a big deal. And you can, whether it's in this role or any other role that you're doing in the future, I, that's how I look at it. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? Is it worth paying $10,000 for Greenbelt Six Sigma for only two days? Ooh, who's teaching Green Belt Six Sigma in two days? I want to know that person. <laughs> who's getting ten thousand dollars for that? Yeah, yeah. So, no. Uh, short answer, and my short answer, no. It's not worth paying that. I, you know, this this is tricky, right? I mean, if <laughs> if the if the question is by going through this course, if it's so focused and if it's set up in a way um, that is a lot of free readings that you're doing yourself and you're coming to class mainly to do exercises and practice things. Maybe, I mean, think about it, right? If you're if you're hiring a consultant, and again, is this one-on-one? Is it for a group? I don't know. But if you're hiring somebody as a consultant to come and do something for you, these guys charge $5,000, $6,000 per day against an organization. Now, it's not against an individual. Right. Against an organization. Against, yeah. against an organization. That's what they charge. And I mean, it's some, some of them, the good ones are maybe even 10000 a day. You know, it's ridiculous. So, so it comes down to that. Um, what are you going to get out of it? Or do you really think you can you can gain all the knowledge in two days? M- most courses I've seen for green belts are about 
anywhere between six to ten days, if you think about mm-hmm. it. So it's a crash course for two days. If they can still cover the same material that they would in six to ten days, why not? Uh, chances are I don't think it'll be successful or it'll be of high quality. So from that aspect, no. In in two days, it would have to be uh, extremely academic uh, and probably not a whole lot of uh, interaction. Uh, mm-hmm. $10,000? No, I wouldn't do it. Uh, $10,000 right. is roughly what most organizations would charge for a black belt, which is for four weeks of training. And that's in person. So between ten dollars and $15,000 is a typical black belt. Green belt should be four to six for, you know, between six and 10 days, like you said. Got it. So you say black belt is only 15K for four weeks? Yeah, it's, it's, I've, I've done the benchmarking. It's, it's nice. It's not a lot, but, you know, you fill up a classroom, it's a lot for the instructor. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. I want to get Six Sigma Green Belt certified. Does the certification need to come from, uh, forget it, from ASQ or others who also certify? No. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Yeah. Again, uh, ASQ, it, it all depends on what you look at it. There are certain things, you know. The only difference is if ASQ is certified, I know there are certain standards they've met. If it's uh, if it's another and to what Aaron attested, uh, they mean nothing. <laughs> but but there are other organizations who are also certifying, but I have no idea what they're certifying on. Right. So I think that's the big difference, which I would say, yeah, you know, um, is that a big difference? No, not at all. But at least if it's ASQ certification, I know what to expect. If it's an organization known as Cooks and Electronics, who probably has nothing in the org- nothing in the world who anybody can say what their program's about, and be like, oh, okay, maybe I don't know. Yeah, be prepared wherever you get your certification. Be prepared to explain what the criteria are. Yeah, and what the criteria was and what the curriculum was. Mm-hmm. So both of them, but yes. Yeah, you're right, because the, the curriculum varies quite a bit. Um, some yep. of it's extremely deep in statistics. Some of it doesn't touch it at all. Yep. So I think that matters. You are listening to E6S Methods Podcast, brought to you by E6S Industries. Join us on our website at www.e6s-methods.com. Journey through success. Hey, Jacob, you remember when you used to work for me? Sure. Do you happen to remember how much money you were making back then? Yeah, I do. Yeah? And yeah. how much more you're making right now? I can do the math. And uh, how about that development plan that you and I put together during that time? Definitely gave me some perspective and gave me some direction on what I need to focus on. I found that useful. So far, I have a 100% promotion success rate for those people who are willing to work hard and were willing to work with me to create a customized career development plan, the E6S Pro Career Program. Three different levels promotion and pathfinding level, which is career planning, customized improvement plans, resume refinement, and interview preparation. The next level down is targeted for those people who are they're just looking to prepare for their next move. And because it really does pain me to see unemployed professionals, I am offering a level called Help Quick, a free one-time resume review and revision for those who are unemployed and in the Lean Six Sigma quality, engineering, project management, or science fields. So for anybody who wants more details and information, these can be found at www.e6s-methods.com slash pro career. And if you're serious about career advancement, contact me through the website. You'll be glad you did. I can watch for that. What are the work experience requirements for our Six Sigma Green Belt, Master Black Belts, and Black Belts? Oh, the work experience requirements. I don't think there's anything. I mean, I would say ideally you should work, you should have work experience of two to three years. Mm -hmm. If you have that, it doesn't matter for any level. Uh, 
and aptitude, I guess. <laughs> so I guess I guess what I'll say is um, uh, for two to two to three years, I'd say if you want to be a green belt, having a, a year experience under you to get your green belt would be good. If you want to be a black belt, two to three years, I agree. If you want to be a master black belt, you should have two to three years plus a couple years as a black belt. Um, so you know, basically one to five years is uh, for all of that. I'd say is minimum but a lot of these roles you should have been a uh, fairly well practiced in your core discipline before you move into you know any of these kinds of roles exactly right i mean a green belt again like we said is for improving in most cases improving your daily work and how to make your life easier it's almost like a part-time position Mm -hmm. it's not a full-time position so in order to make an improvement in your world you need to understand what your world is first before you make improvements um, so from that aspect, yeah, I, I would say one, I would probably go a little bit more than one, but sure. One's a good start. And black belt is when you start getting thrown challenges across different angles, because now you've been trained how to handle those. Um, but again, if you have to be able to connect the dots, um, you, you need some experience. You right. just can't rely on the team to do it all. So sometimes even two is probably not enough, but two to three should at least two to three. If you are the kind of person who who is interested in learning what other what else happens in the business. Right. If you're the person who just cares about, I'm just coming into work and doing my job and going, you probably need a lot more than that. <laughs> uh, and then I agree with the master black belt. You should, you should have, you should have experience being a black belt for a couple of years before you even try to be a master. Black belt. Yeah. I, and I worry, you know, with some of these questions like this is um, there's a lot of people who, who just keep reaching for the next thing before they've mastered the thing that they've, just completed so if you become a black belt you know don't reach for master black belt so soon before you say yeah i got this black belt thing down master black belt's next i mean it's okay to want but you gotta you gotta give it some time and and learn totally all right Uh, i'm gonna skip this next one talked about it yep I like this. How will the lean? How will Six Sigma Green Belt certification help with marketing and sales tasks? Many different ways. I mean, depending on what you're trying to solve for in your marketing and sales tasks. If you're seeing a lot of things taking a lot of time within your marketing and sales cycles, you can use all your different tools that you learn to help reduce the variation or reduce the cycle time for some of those. Uh, if you're seeing a lot of defects or a lot of lost sales happening, mm-hmm. uh, you can start digging into root causes and understand what might you have to do differently in order to uh, get better at those. So there's a lot of the things that you can do in that space to make your life easier. Yeah, there is a, there is a book out there uh, called, it's not a great book, but it is one that I own. It's called uh, the, uh, the, I think the Science of Six Sigma Applied to the Art of Sales, something like that. And you know, there's a pretty good example in there that shows how you can use data. I mean, this is really comes down to using data to see how things are going. And in a touchy-feely sort of organization like sales, uh, applying data and a little yeah. bit of statistics to say, if you say compared all your salespeople and, and one person had statistically significant sales rate greater than everybody else, then you you as a organization you say hey what's that person doing maybe they've got a best practice that we need to teach all our rest of our sales folks and and you know that's an example how you 
you use the tools of Lean Six Sigma to find the direction of of where to go. Um, and the same is true for marketing. Marketing, especially now, is uh, with websites and, and big data and A/B testing, which is you know kind of like a mini DOE to yep. try a couple different campaign marketing campaigns to see which one is is sticking because. Right now, I mean, people are just a large experiment. We haven't figured it out yet. So that's all. Are you involved with a lot of that stuff? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I still can't. I still can't believe you called sales activities touchy feely. <laughs> and all our salespeople are just going to be mad at you. They're actually doing some work over there, Aaron. <laughs> Why do you call them touchy feely sort Why of activities? Why do I call it touchy feely? <laughs> um, Man, because. Because it's because most of it is based off of a good salesman does so by by forging good relationships. That's what what I mean by that, and the, it's considered an art form. Uh, just giving you a hard time there. I don't think there's any salespeople listening, so it's okay. <laughs> if I yeah, if I, I had more salespeople listening, they would start. They'd been they would have been leaving messages, and so I'm pretty sure we've got mostly engineers. <laughs> But yes, I totally agree with that. I mean, all the examples you said, that's basically what happens. How can someone with three years of experience in pharmaceutical sector and green belt certification Six Sigma start a career as an actuary? Wow. Well, they pretty much can't. Uh, actuary is a... Uh, High-level certification, a very difficult examination. In, in, in mathematics, I don't even think it's statistics. Well, it's, it's higher-level stats, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's mainly math from what I've understood, mm-hmm. but it, maybe it is some high-level statistics also. But, yeah, I don't think they can unless they basically go to school to be an actuary. Right. So my, I have a, a friend who is an actuary, and he did so by becoming a math major. And then mm-hmm. went through all these different levels of actuary certification exams. And yep. yes, he does do predictive uh, analytics on, you know, for life expectancy <laughs> for insurance companies. Um, so it is kind of like applying reliability statistics to people and different demographics. But yeah, it's kind of apples and oranges. It's a, it's a new career path, in my opinion. Okay. I don't think it's a new career path. It's oh well, even from the, for that individual, yeah. it's a completely new career path. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Can we do the Six Sigma belt without experience? We covered that. Right. Biotech engineering degree, Six Sigma green belt, an MBA, and four years experience in quality related positions. What are my career options? Whatever you want, buddy. Pretty much. Uh, you know, do you want to be management? It sounds like you do. You got the MBA. Um, do you want to be back in the biotech space, trying to drive more new 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 in, in, inventions, innovations in that space? That's a possibility for you. Do you want to go and be a black belt um, to help organizations become better or efficient? That's an option. Uh, so I think there are plenty out there for you, this person. Yeah. Um, so there's, I mean, it's a little bit open-ended, but... You know, there's there's quite a bit. If uh, if it sounds to me like this person maybe was looking to see what the next step is, you know, they're maybe only four years into their four years into their work experience yes. and was yep. trying to figure out and didn't see what the next step was. I guess 
you know, if I look back to myself with four years in on the job, extremely impatient, even worse than now. Uh, and so your next career option is probably to leave and go to a new company to get that promotion you actually were looking for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because the people above you aren't getting out of the way. Yep. <laughs> All right. Can Six Sigma Greenbelt be self-taught? I think so. I think so, too. Uh, it's not as fun as it would be, especially if you were in one of my classes. But uh, the, the it's for sure that it, a lot of this is going that direction. Even, you know, Coursera or Udemy or a lot of these other online offerings. And I'm, you may even be able to do it through YouTube, for all I know. Um, uh, all of these self-paced courses pretty much force you to teach yourself in at some sort of at some sort of level so the 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 piece that you're going to miss when you're self-teaching yourself you're going to lose in the interaction and the discussion and understanding maybe what others are also facing or challenging and maybe sharing and having that sort of a cohort sort of a discussion Mm -hmm. or collaboration happening And, Um, and, and sorry go ahead i was gonna say you lose your network um, which yeah. was one of the nicest things of uh, the Green Belt and Black Belt courses. Yeah. Now, you know, between all the meetup groups and all the other things, you know, which is the latest craze and fad going on, you could probably learn yourself and go join one of these or go join one of the other things and probably still have those discussions or still have those sort of sharing of knowledge happening. So it's probably not that bad. Uh, but again, I, I always prefer a group classroom setting because um, – how I learn is also dependent on what others around me are asking the questions. So that that makes it interesting. Okay. What is the salary of Six Sigma Greenbelt analyst? Whatever you were making before you were the Six Sigma Greenbelt analyst. <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> uh, I mean, after completing a certification, you you know, it's it depends on whether the company wants to recognize you as a new skill that you've got, but. Uh, just because you got a Six Sigma green belt doesn't mean um, you're going to get paid more. It's just like getting any other certification that you might have got for your job. Just because I understood what DOT regulations are and I found and I went and passed the CFR, you know, um, the land and road regulations and IATA certification doesn't mean I'm going to get paid more. So uh, maybe I am. I don't know. But I haven't had that luxury of receiving that piece of the thing. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's whatever you're making. You're just learning new skills to market yourself better. Agreed. So the um, the process of getting your Greenbelt certification, say you're within your company uh, and you get your certification, maybe if you do a good job on your project that you use for certification and your company really appreciates it, maybe you get an extra bump in your salary, you know, during your annual review time, an extra 1% or whatever, you know, you exceeded expectations relative to your peers and you're at top tier. Um, but really that's not, you know, the six Sigma certification that's just happened to happen, but really you're getting rewarded for the kind of worker that they really want people to be. And, you know, you achieving certification was just uh, a way for you to help you get there. Mm-hmm. All right. I do not have a college degree. I have a lot of experience in account management. Would obtaining a Six Sigma Green Belt help me further my career? So when you hear account management, I'm thinking sales slash customer service. That's what I got too, yep. Absolutely, yes. Help me further my career because you're going to learn about processes. You're going to learn about how different things connect. 
you have a lot of experience already so most of this might not be that hard for you uh, but again it'll teach you some new fresh tools uh, which might help you interact with your client better and talk the talk a little better uh, and probably in the process help them solve some of their challenges also yeah I, i'm going to i'm going to leave it pretty much there um, i agree I think the last one we've covered a couple of times how good is a six sigma black belt certification without practical experience oh, what's your thoughts Adam? that's a good one to end on it's worthless <laughs> it's completely it's worthless g- you might fool somebody for a little while um and I, I do have actually i think we do have some listeners who have black belt certification without practical experience and they've been hired by companies who maybe don't realize this uh this thing and and now they're they're getting their practical experience they're finally you know <laughs> learning learning it the hard way um but uh put it this way don't be expected to hit the ground running if you've never tried it before because you really need to get in there and fail a number of times that's why that's why most of those GE programs were a two year rotation where you were expected to do between 5 and 10 projects within that time it was a learning time and that's and when you come out of it you're pretty darn good at it yep all right Jacob, awesome. that's the end of our core questions now I, I have to admit most of these questions were asked back in 2015 2016 maybe even earlier 2014 if any um any of the listeners have new questions that they want to ask uh go ahead and just email them to to me aaron aaron at e6s-methods.com and we'll we'll answer them on a future episode perfect Well, have have a great time and uh, Aaron, thank you for getting back in this uh, saddle and doing this again and everyone, hopefully you enjoy this. All right, we'll we'll have something harder next time, Jacob. Sounds good. <laughs> All Take right. Care. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to episode 183 of the E-Success Methods podcast. Stay tuned for episode 184, Hiring a Black Belt, part 1, where Jacob and I critique a few public job postings to see if they really hit the mark. Don't forget to click like or dislike for this episode in the show notes. Tap click done. If you have a question, comment, or advice, leave a note in the comment section or contact us directly. Feel free to email me, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, at esuccess-methods.com or on our website. We reply to all messages. If you heard something you like, then share us with a friend or leave a review. Didn't like what you heard? Join our LinkedIn group. Tell us why. Don't forget, you can find notes and graphics for all shows and more at www.e6s-methods.com. Journey through success. If you're not climbing up, you're falling down.